Welcome to the Chasing Wildflowers podcast, where you'll discover how to cultivate a life full of magical moments that might otherwise pass you by. Here, you'll find tools, tips, and inspiration to start living your most fulfilled, joyful, extraordinary life. I'm your host, Kara Coveen, heart-centered leader, author, speaker, and educator turned entrepreneur and women's empowerment coach. It is my mission to help women design and start living their best lives now. No more surviving your days, playing the shame game, and suppressing your gifts. It's time to free yourself of the chains of others' expectations, step into your power, and own your gifts. Because you are a rare and beautiful gem, and it's your time to shine. Are you ready, love? Let's start chasing wildflowers. Hello, everybody. Today I have on the podcast with me Kim Welcome, and she is a trained voice actor, singer, and communications coach. Kim is passionate about empowering entrepreneurs and leaders to step confidently and show up powerfully on stage or in the spotlight. Kim helps her clients uncover their star quality through developing their influential voice so you can shine in any spotlight. She's also the creator of the Charisma Club, a membership club where you'll learn to uncover how to effectively communicate in a way that conveys intelligence, confidence, competence, credibility, and trustworthiness while boosting your likability factor and overall professional presence. Kim is a true powerhouse woman, and we are so blessed to have her here on the podcast today to champion her message that it's never too late to become what you were created to be, answering that call back to your purpose and passion and learning how to monetize what you were born to do. Welcome, Kim. Thank you, Kara. It's so wonderful to be here. Well, why don't you start with telling us about how you started on this journey to, you know, this passionate purpose you have of connecting people back to their purposes? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, when I was, uh, when I first got married, well, actually I'd been married five years, had my first baby and she turned three months. And um, I had always wanted to move into the performing arts. That's what I really wanted to do. But my parents were like, listen, go get a real <laughs> major in college so you can get a real job out of college. And so, you know, that's what I kind of did. You know, when I first graduated college, I actually did not get a real job. I worked as a performer on a dinner cruise. And my father flew all the way from Philadelphia, from Nassau to Philadelphia, Nassau, Bahamas, that is, to Philadelphia, to tell me, listen, we did not send you to school for this. Go and get a real job. So <laughs> that's what I did. And, you know, I always had this from high school. I was a, a soloist and I've always loved acting and I, I just always enjoyed the stage. That's what I loved. And I remember when I had my first baby, my mother, you know, she was kind of like, wow, you know, you got all this responsibility now. I'm like, okay. 
But it just so happened that I found this jazz band that I wanted to perform with. And it was like, they needed a singer. They were a great band. I wanted to sing with them. And I remember going to the first introduction, like I only met the leader of the band and I was going to meet the, the band members for the first time and we, we were gonna practice, et cetera. And I put on this, um, this little dress that was cut on a bias and I, you know, my baby was three months old and I really had snapped right back after having my first baby. I noticed my stomach was sticking out and I felt really tired and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> Only to find out that I was pregnant with not one, but twins. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, wow. And so that's what my mother said to me. Listen, whatever you didn't get to do, forget it now. And that was not to crush my dreams. I know. I know that because my mom was just, she was awesome. And she was a very dedicated mother herself. Very dedicated. She stayed home with us, you know, when we were growing up. That was really important to her. But the way I processed it was all these things that I want to do, I haven't done. And I just can't see myself throwing it all away. I mean, I know raising kids is a part of my purpose and God's plan for my life, but I still feel like there's so much more that I am here to do. But for years, I just kind of pushed it down, pushed it down, pushed it down, did what I had to do, went through the motions, did what a lot of you are doing. You go to a job you don't like you because you have responsibilities. You have to make a living. And, you know, I felt like the life was being choked out of me. That's how I felt. And um, I remember there was a time I couldn't even verbalize what I really wanted to do. Like the dream was so big and I, I couldn't even say it out loud. And I almost felt guilty. Like how dare you want to sing and all this other stuff. It seems so frivolous, you know, but um, my husband said to me, if you really want to sing, and he was like the only person I would really confide in. He said, you need to start writing music. And I was like, what? I can't write music. He said, well, that's where the money is. So by this time, my daughters were about five, you know, four and five years old. And I said, let me at least try. I used to write poetry when I was a kid. And this song just flowed right out of me. And it was so easy. I was a marketing representative at the time. I gave it to a radio station uh, director. He looked at me cross-eyed because he's like, well, I, I know you as a marketing person, not as a singer. And he said to me, I'm not making any promises. <laughs> and so, you know, fine. Took that uh, CD. Next thing I know, I'm walking in a store and I hear my song piping on the radio. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And I say to the girl working in the store, that's me. And I know she's like, this woman is crazy. What is she talking about? <laughs> but, you know, that, that one single was my test to the universe. Because I said, you know, if I'm really supposed to be doing this, I need a sign. I need to see how people are going to actually receive this. And can I tell you that that song went viral here in the Bahamas. It played on the radio for nine months organically. People oh were requesting that song because they said it, it, I was singing their life. And all the other radio stations just picked it up organically. They called that radio station. I was getting calls 
listen, they need, they need a copy of your, you know, that single or whatever. And so I guess that was my sign. So suffice it to say, you know, I just want to encourage other women because many of us, you know, we have that burden of purpose. And that's what I was feeling, you know, when I felt like I was, I felt like the life was being choked out of me when I wasn't walking in what I felt I was born to do. And it's, it's really, you know, the burden of your purpose, like it's the burden of it's the reason that you're here. And so I just encourage, you know, women to step out and, and, and do it. And a lot of times I think women don't do it because they can't find a way to monetize it, right? That, that was my thing. It's like, now listen, I can't, you know, just do something and I have a family, you know, you have to support your family, etc. So I do believe that there is a way to monetize every gift. And I believe that's what your gifts are for, actually. <laughs> I believe that we came fully packed with everything that we need to sustain us. And the fact that you are burdened by that calling probably means it's what you're supposed to be doing. So don't ignore it and don't push it down. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. This is resonating with me so much. Uh, so many things about your story um, from, you know, it's usually is a family member, you know, coming out of a place of love. They want to say, don't do that. You need to do the responsible thing. And, you know, and, and that's their, you know, well-being, you know, they're, they just want the best for you. And that's what they are able to think of in terms of, you know, safe you know, but, and, and so many of us experience that with people saying, no, don't do it. But you do have that call, you know, and that passion within you. And it, like you say, it's, if you're not already living it, it is a burden. It's constantly, you know, on your shoulders, waiting for you to connect back to it and start living in it. And we need to answer that call and start, you know, figuring out a way that we can do this and live in our passion and purpose, like you say. And I agree with you hundred percent. That is, you know, we should be trying to monetize what we do because you mentioned how once you started writing that song and working on that music, it just flowed naturally. And, and you went from a place of resistance, you know, your life was kind of against the grain to suddenly you're in flow and things right. are just coming easy to you. And you have this passion and that passion is what, you know, people are attracted to and resonate with in your story and they can connect with it. So yeah, that I love everything you're talking about. So yes. And, and Cara, you know what the real important thing is? That one single, you would have no idea. I was asked to perform. I mean, and everything that, that happened for me after that was just organic. I, I did not reach out to the newspapers. They reached out to me. People asked me to come and perform on different stages. It was all just organic attraction. But I, ha I remember going to perform at this one event and there were people who came to see me. I think it was probably my first real live performance. And there were people who came to see me and they said, that song caused me to quit my job. That song caused me to do this. My, that song caused me to start that. 
I mean, it was just amazing. So it was, you know, it wasn't about me. And that's where the release really comes because going from a place of feeling guilty for wanting to do what you feel in your heart you should do, especially, you know, there's some gifts like to, performing to me, you know, my mom used to say, oh, too much of you, too much of you, you know? <laughs> you know? Um, being on stage and things like that. So it always seemed like a self-centered thing, right? But every gift that you were given, it's not even for you, it's for other people. And it was through using my gift that I was able to free other people to use their gift. So it wasn't about me at all. And so I, that is something that I want you to know. If you are grappling with something and you are feeling even guilty for wanting to do what it is, and you know mothers, we, we often feel guilty, right? We, we feel like we're supposed to be martyrs <laughs> because we have these important little lives that have been entrusted to us. And, and, and so, you know, there is a, a self-sacrifice that we probably feel as mothers, but that doesn't mean it's the only thing that you're supposed to do. And, and if, if you still have something gnawing at you, think of all the people who are missing that gift. You are robbing us when you don't do what you're supposed to do. There are people waiting on you to serve that gift because they need that gift for their journey. Uh, yes, this message is so powerful. Like I can't even, it's giving me chills. Like your children want to see you happy, right? They want to see you in your element. They want to see you, you know, living in your power and your purpose and doing what you do. And that was one of the motivating factors for me coming on this business journey as well as, you know, my ultimate why I want my kids to see a happy mom, right? And the more that I connect with my purpose and my passion, then the happier I am, really. And, you know, it is that message is so true. It's not for us. It's that light we bring for others as we use these gifts. Yes. We could talk about this for hours. I I you. And, and, you know, the other part of that, too, is when they see you using your gift and being fulfilled and happy. Now you've modeled exactly what you want for them. I remember when my yeah. first baby was born and I have three daughters. They're you know all almost the same age. They're big girls now. The oldest is 23 and my twins turned 22 in the month of March, this, this March. So um, I remember when I had my first baby and I just looked at her and I said, oh my God, I just, you know, what's inside of this little spirit person? I want her to be able to come become everything that she was created to be. And I said to myself, now, how is she going to do that if I'm not doing that, if I'm not modeling that for her, right? So that's a big part of what we give our children, too. I think that's a gift for children to see their parents doing what they were born to do and understanding that they too have their own purpose for being here that they yes. can live out you know absolutely yes yeah. when um we talk about passion and purpose some of us have you know a good idea 
you know, what are what those are and others of us struggle to find it. You know, do you have any advice for people that maybe don't really quite know what it is that they should be doing? Or, you know, I'm passionate about a lot of things, but I don't know that I would want to monetize any of those. You know, how do you have some advice on how they discover that? Well, you know, your purpose is really something that is your gift to other people. It's almost like you made a contract before you came to the planet that you were going to serve this gift. And yes, so it, it's there, it's there. And sometimes, you know, we forget what it is. We know what it is when we first hit the plane. When we first come to, to the planet, we know what it is. Um, but then as we get older and people start telling us things like, you know, you need to be a doctor, lawyer, Indian chief, whatever the case may be. Um, you hear the noise in the marketplace. This is how you make money and all these other things. We forget and we lose. We lose it. And so I typically tell people, go back to your childhood and what you naturally were drawn to. I mean, when I was four, <laughs> Graduating from kindergarten to first grade, um, I was the only student that had a speaking role. And um, I, I led the class as the teacher through a review of everything we learned in kindergarten. And I remember all these parents coming to my mom and dad and saying, oh my God, she speaks so clearly. She was so good. And, and I remember asking my mom, why did they make me do that? And she said, because you don't have a shy bone in your body. <laughs> but, you know, it was something that I, I, I enjoyed. I remember after that, auditioning to be Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz at a a summer camp, <laughs> you know, like the, you know, you're the grand finale at summer camp. And so I auditioned for that. And I was the, I was chosen as the understudy. And you would have thought that I had auditioned for some Broadway play. I was so upset. I wanted that part so bad. I wanted to sing somewhere over the rainbow. I, <laughs> this, I mean, when I think about it, to, I, it couldn't have been but five. How, how could I have been so serious about something like that? You know, it almost doesn't make sense, but it is what I loved straight through my life. So you too have something about you. I know one of my daughters, she's very visual, very visual, so visual that when, before she turned two years old, she couldn't even talk, you know, she couldn't express herself. If I bought gingham or plaid and put that on them, she, she, she would cry. She didn't want to wear it. She knew how she wanted to look from that time. And she is visual. She's so good at putting things together. She could be an interior decorator. She could be a fashion designer. She, she always decorated herself. You know, she always had on all the jewelry. <laughs> but that, you know, that's an indication of a gift that she is here to serve. It's, it's just natural for her. Everybody is not visual. Everyone can't put things together and make them look good. That's a gift. And so I want to encourage you, if you're wondering, you know, what's my gift? What's my purpose? You know, think of that thing that you do so naturally, people come to you for, and you take it for granted. 
more than likely. You know, I know people who are so, they're such good organizers, right? They, oh, they could put anything in order. Do, 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 do. That's not me. I am so drawn to them. I'm so enamored with them because I'm just like, oh my God, what a gift. But they don't, they usually like, eh, you know, eh, anybody could do it. Like anybody can do it because I can't do it. I need somebody <laughs> to help me with that, you know? So it could be the way you think, you know, the way you process things that could be your gift. Um, some people are excellent at, you know, a lot of people, they say, oh, I like to be in the background. And I, you know, even people who claim to be background, they, it's really a foreground when you are able to support the person in the spotlight too. It, it's, a, those people are highly needed and highly paid. So think of what you just love to do. You do it naturally. People ask you to do it all the time. You've taken it for granted all your life. The thing that, you know, it annoys you when you see it undone. Yes. Right? yes. You, it yeah. annoys you when you see it undone. And then connect that to serving. Like, could mm -hmm. that have been given to you to serve to the world in some way? And now, Kara, we live in this wonderful world where no holds barred. Anything that you want to do that you're interested in, there's about a million people who are interested in the same thing. <laughs> They're yes. interested in what you have to offer. And we have a way to reach them through internet. There's no boundaries anymore. And that is the beauty of this time that we live in. And so there are people doing all types of things and some of them even a little bit obscure. But they're, they're doing exceedingly well. So just start getting quiet and making those connections. And I, and I say get quiet because it's inside you. It's not outside. And see, the problem is we look outside to try to find this thing. But it's inside. And you'll only connect with it when you get quiet. And so yeah. now, I mean, we're seeing this generation of people who, you know, they're only, the only thing that they are inspired by is what they see other people do, right? So you have people going on, um, I don't, is it still on? Um, well, not, it used to, well, there's a show, The Voice, right? Well, they don't get on The Voice, but before The Voice, what was that, what was that show? Uh, American Idol. American or... Idol, thank yeah. you. <laughs> American Idol, where you had people who did not have a gift for music, but because they idolized other people who had that gift, they tried to push themselves into that vain and then you know of course they made an, yeah. another side show about that and i just think too many people are you know you're looking on the outside of yourself when really you need to go inside and i always liken that to the butterfly because when a butter when a, a caterpillar is morphing into a butterfly it does not seek anything outside it goes into a cocoon in the dark is where it becomes the thing that it was created to be. And it's the same for you. It's going to be inside. It's a small, still voice. It's not people telling you what to do. You already know what to do, believe me. Like I said, you made an agreement before you came here. 
there's something that you were created to do and it's there, but you have to get quiet. Oh man, you're giving me chills. I love it so much. <laughs> this is perfect. So now when people, you know, can connect with that and, and recognize it, how do you take that one step further and, and coach them through, you know, monetizing that and turning that into something, you know, other than just a side hobby? Right. And that's when you can look outside. Yeah. <laughs> now you can look outside. Because I, I always say, do what you love, the money will follow if you have the right business model. <laughs> you know, it's not just gonna come, no. It has to be backed by the right business model. So now that's when you go outside and you say, you know what, I love to travel. You know, and you might say, I love to travel. What does that have, you know, how is that a gift for somebody else? And how do I monetize me loving to travel? Can I tell you? There are people making millions of dollars, young people, I mean, in their 20s, not even 30 yet, who are traveling on other people's dime and blogging about their tra travels. And this is their job. And that's the beauty of this world that we live in. Anything that you want to do, there are people already monetizing that. And so now it's your job to start looking around and look from a different lens. When you're not looking for something, you don't see it. But when you start looking for something, you begin to see it. If you decided that you wanted to buy a red car, all of a sudden you will see all these other red cars, not necessarily the kind that you want, just red cars. They'll be everywhere, why? because that's the way our brain works, right? So we have this reticular activating system in the frontal lobe of our brain and whatever we focus on expands in our life. So when you focus on what it is that you actually want, you're going to begin to see things all over the place. You'll turn on a commercial and you'll see it. You'll turn on a movie, you'll see it. You read a book, you'll see it because now you've actually tuned in. The only reason that you can't see it now is because you're not tuned into it. You're just not tuned in. You're not on the frequency. When you get on the frequency, it'll be all around you, all around you. That is awesome. So when, um, when we talk about, um, you know, monetizing, I love that, you know, you, you talk to going out and looking at what's around you. It's not necessarily starting a business. That's one way. It could be finding a job that's in alignment with that purpose and passion and allows you to use that. You know, there's several different ways that you can monetize that. And so, like you say, just start looking around. If, if being an entrepreneur resonates with you, find the right business model, like you say, or, you know, just, just being aware of what's around you that would be a better fit. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you know, when I think of, um, there are some people, they're just really good at anticipating needs, right? You ever been around people like that? I, I always admire them. I admire everybody. Right. But I, I mean, there are those people, like, 
I always use this example. You go to someone's house, they're having an event, a party, whatever. There are certain people, they come in there and they know just what to do to help you. <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, here, let me get that for you. Let me, this is just who they are. It's their makeup, right? There are people like me. Is there anything I could do to help? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, get out of here. <laughs> but there are people, I mean, that's just their gifting. We'll just think about that. There are people who make hundreds of thousands of dollars being personal assistants because they're able to anticipate needs. You can get a job or you can hire out your services, whatever you want, right? So just think of that thing and see, you might think, oh, that's nothing. That's a big thing. People who are able to anticipate other people's needs and you, it's just something that you love. And note, I noticed that the people who do that, they're in their, you know, glory when they're able to walk into your house and help you with your party. And you're so glad they came. <laughs> Thank God yes. that so-and-so was here to help me to pull this. Well, I'm, I'm always like, because I'm not like super, you know, organized, whatever. So I love people like that. But there are some people, I mean, are visual, you know, they visual could be, like I said, interior decorating, visual could be, you're the person who makes the office look good. I met this one lady, she works, she's an office manager, but you know what she really loves? She loves setting the environment. And so she made that a part of her job and that is her differentiating factor. They will never let her go because <laughs> That's what she brought to her job. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's an administrative assistant, but setting the environment, making sure it's beautiful, bringing in the best plants, telling her boss, we need these pictures. She is that person. So it's you might already be where you need to be. Now it's just about if you're at a job, that differentiating factor will make you invaluable on your job. I love that. That's such a such a good gym because I think so many people tend to shy away from those things, you know, those those real gyms that we have, those passions, you know, don't, you know, bring it in. Bring it into your job, bring it into your business, bring it into your everyday life with your children, you know, bring these things in. Start living in alignment with your purpose and passion. One uh, story I want to share is like a, a metaphor of walking um, with with your shoes. So if you could stamp you you couple of words on the bottom of your shoes, okay, with your purpose for life, your passion, what would it say? You can only, you know, have a couple of words. So as you literally walk the earth with each step, you're imprinting that passion on the earth. What do you want that to be? You know, so for me, it's, it's to enlighten and inspire. You know, I wanted to be going to coaching so that I can teach people a better way of living, you know, life design and that inspiration to that you have everything you need to create a more extraordinary life. So for me, with every purpose, every step I take, I want to imprint 
that into my steps, into my actions and what I do, you know, so that's one way of looking at it. So if you're not living it, you're walking, but people aren't seeing your footprints. They're not seeing your impact, right? And so the more you can come into that and have that, you know, embody that, and with every step, that's what you're doing is imprinting that on the earth and the people around you. So hopefully that helps, you know, people who might be struggling with, with connecting to that. Yes, I love that. That is a great visual. It's a great visual because you can model that now. Now that Kara has told you that, now that you have that visual, you can actually model that. You know, whatever that is, leave that imprint no matter where you are or where you go. I know for too long, I was too focused on the fact that I wasn't doing what I wanted to do when I could have been even more impactful just where I was. Yes. You you, you know what I mean? Because sometimes we can be so focused on where we're going, we don't leave the impact where we are. Yes, amen. I really love that, Cara. That's very, very, very powerful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. So when um, you have you have a free gift for us, first of all, let's talk about that. What What is this free gift that you're giving to our audience here today? Well, it's a it's an MP3 spoken word and it's an inspirational MP3 that actually I recorded produced before I even had children. (laughs) And um, it was, uh, well, it it is a series of examples, stories of people that we've seen um, throughout life who've just like made it to the top and just talking about their obstacles and their struggles to get to where they are now and how they were able to push through. And it's just a reminder that just because it's not coming easy doesn't mean that it wasn't meant to be. You know, it does not mean that it was not meant to be. Yes, there are going to be obstacles, struggles. That's life. And you're going to have to learn to push through those things because on the other side is everything that you were created to be. So this, um, it's called a positive moment. And it's, you know, you can just, it's a free download that you can listen to. And it's, I'm giving it away because so many people have said to me, I listened to that over and over and over and over and over and over again. And I'm like, really? <laughs> and I actually had um, two people, would you believe this, last year, well, just before the pandemic, who said to me, do you remember when you did a positive moment? Oh my goodness, you need to give people that today. I said, really? And so I said, let me do that. So back then it was on a cassette. (laughs) Isn't that funny? It was on a cassette. But now you can download it in MP3 version um, because the stories of these people still remain. One of my favorite on there is about Anita Baker, singer, songwriter. And she was told that, now this woman has won, I think seven Grammys, but she was told that she could not sing and that her voice was not marketable. It was too deep. Imagine that. Wow. And 
And look what she had to overcome. I mean, it really took a lot of self-confidence for the powers that be to tell you that and then you to continue to push forward. You know, when the powers that be were not opening the doors for her and not accepting her and told her, no, that's not marketable. I mean, she could have just accepted that, but she didn't. And she went on to, to win seven Grammys. So it's stories like that, that are just to inspire and encourage you on your own journey. Oh, I love it. I can't wait to check it out myself. So those stories are so powerful because there are so many naysayers, right? That are going to try to stop you or steer you in a different direction, even if it's people who love us and want the best for us. And we need to remember to, you know, they don't dictate our life. It's, you know, we do. And we get to choose how we move forward and what impact we're going to give on the world. So, you know, keep going, keep persevering. And if the powers that be in front of you don't want you to continue forward, then go a different direction and find a way around, right? Absolutely. You know, don't Absolutely. Let that discourage you from living who you were meant to be. And, you know, it's never too late. You know, it doesn't matter how old you are, young you are, or what your family situation is, or your financial situation. It doesn't matter. You know, start living that purpose and passion where you're at. And as you do, you will attract and resonate and pull in the things that you need to be able to live it and expand it even more. So absolutely. You are so right about that. And yes, that's why that, you know, it's never too late to become what you were created to be is so important to me because I've seen people who are young. And when I say young, you know, it's all relative, right? Um, so they might yeah. be 40 and they've already like thrown their hands up and said, well, I guess it's not going to happen for me now, which is just crazy. And th that's why I really believe in agelessness. That's why I believe that age is a limiting belief. I always ask people, if you didn't know how old you were, what would you be doing today? And that's where you need to move from. You know, don't allow society's construct of age or time to distract you or hinder you or discourage you. If you're here, you're here because you didn't finish what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Every step you take should be imprinting that purpose in the world. Yes. Absolutely. Love absolutely. it. So, so the, I will also make sure that I, I leave a link for um, that single that I spoke about on YouTube. Oh, perfect. I was going to ask you for that. I want to hear it. Very yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Certainly will leave that. Perfect. So the podcast is called Chasing Wildflowers. And I call that just the pursuit of, of seeking the magical moments in life that just bring us joy, like the ones that are fleeting, that if we don't take advantage of them in the moment, you know, that opportunity passes us by and we lose those magical moments. So do you have like a, a chasing wildflowers moment that you'd like to share with us? Chasing wildflowers moment. I feel like my whole life has been a chasing of wildflowers. <laughs> but I will narrow it down to 
that moment when I was just in tears because I felt like my life was being choked out of me. And my husband's words, write some music. And I sat under a bridge in my car and just pinned that one song. And that one song opened the doors for me in an amazing way. And once that song was released, I was recognized as a bona fide artist. I didn't have to push my way out there or anything like that. Um, every opportunity just opened up for me. And that, that was my wildflower chasing. I remember my, my daughters were really little. They were like four and five, three and four, something like that. And I was just feeling like, I don't know if anything is gonna happen for me. Is this, is this it? This is, this is it? Yeah. And I, I, I was grasping, you know, when you feel like you're just grasping almost for straws. Like, yeah. If this is all that I can look forward to, I mean, I love these children and this is, I wanna give them the very best, but for them to see a mother who is an underachiever. Yeah. Is really not what I want to give them. You know? Yeah. So that was my chasing those wildflowers. <laughs> I love it. And you had that beautiful soul, your husband, to give you that permission, mm -hmm. right? And that's kind of what was the catalyst to setting you on that track. And I want everybody listening to hear right now that Kim and I are giving you permission, right? Go write that song, go do that thing, you know, whatever it is. You don't need our permission, but we're giving it to you. But since go you're waiting, permission granted. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So because we do happen. often, I'm sorry, we do often wait for permission. Like we yeah. wait for people to say that we can. We do. People do that all the time. And, you know, I, I want to talk to those people who now you've gotten your 10th certification in something, right? Okay, now it's time to go on and step out and do that thing. Because some yeah. people, you know, that's their way of getting permission. Am I certified? Am I, you know, they're so busy trying to be credible for whatever yeah. this is, which can be a stumbling block. Right. I'm not saying there's yeah. it's not worth being credible, you know, and, and getting certified or studying more. All of that is good until it becomes the obstacle to getting you where you want to go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you you can start right now where you are. You don't have to have anything other than what you believe in and that energy you bring as you're doing it. Absolutely. Right. And that's that's the magnetic that right there is the, you know, the credibility when people right. hear you speak, you, your company is influential voice. When they hear your influential voice, that's all the credit, you know, all the credibility you need. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you, it's already inside you, you know, and I, I work with, um, people around obviously, you know, public speaking, but not just public speaking, it's public speaking for the workplace. You know, people who, they do a great job, 
but they don't speak up and so they are often overlooked because they don't join the conversation they just sit at their desk and they're like pumping out great work but then nobody really notices them and so just helping them to find their voice and then entrepreneurs who they know a part of their a powerful part of their marketing toolkit is doing what you're doing Kara you know putting themselves out there using their voice and you know sometimes people are so you know they have a lot of anxiety around that and so yes influential voice I developed to help people find their own voice um, it's like oh I have mine but let me help you find yours <laughs> because we all have a voice don't we and yeah every voice is to be heard no matter what it is that you do your voice is to be heard and so just helping people to step out onto that platform even and I remember having a cousin ask me so um what kind of certification did you have to get to do that? <laughs> and I said, I never really thought about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I never thought about it, but I mean, I did, I graduated with a bachelor's in communication. I, I, my background is in marketing and sales. And so that's all very communication heavy, learning how to influence people, learning how to impact people, connect with people. I'm a trained voice actor. I said, okay, well, I, I do have some credibility being on stage and having to engage an audience. And these are all the disciplines that I use to help my clients, right? But I, I didn't, you know, go to the communication, um, I don't know, fairy and say, can you anoint me to do this job? Right, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yes. You don't have to wait, people. You don't have to wait. Step out and do what you have in your heart to do. Run yes. abandon. <laughs> Perfect, Kim. Perfect. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. We could talk about this for hours. This message yeah. is so important. And we can really feel your confidence and your love pouring out into this. We can tell it's your passion and you have just this beautiful energy about you. So thank you so much for, for coming on here today. <laughs> thank you. It's been such a pleasure. We, I did so enjoy talking to you. Really <laughs> thank did. you. Yes. All right. We can find all of Kim's resources in the show notes. So make sure you go there and get that free gift, those stories of inspiration so that you can read them every day and get inspiration on how you can live in your purpose. And um, that uh, link to her recording so you can hear her beautiful song that that propelled everything forward for her. I can't wait to listen. So thank you, Kim. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. As mentioned, you can find any links in the show notes. And if you haven't connected with me personally, I would love to meet you. Hop over to Instagram and find me at Kara Coveen or connect with me on my Facebook page. And shoot me a DM. Let me know that you listened to this episode and what you thought of it. I love hearing from all of you. So please hop over and say hello. Thanks for listening. Now go out and chase some wildflowers.